Here we are, hardly failing. With the lock nuts. Episode 22, Fighting, Arguing, and Sorries. I figure we can go ahead and start this episode off by going ahead and saying, Happy Anniversary, Mama Locknuts. <laughs> nice. I didn't know that's what you were going to say. I know. Yesterday <laughs> Yesterday was our 13th wedding anniversary, so that was kind of cool. Did some things. And I think one of the cool things that go along with all that time we've been together is uh, how we've dealt with fighting and arguing with each other. You know, nothing <laughs> says happy anniversary like a good argument. <laughs> yeah, something like that. At first, in the beginning, we were not so good at it. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we were good at Oh, we were arguing, good at it. Yeah, we were good at yelling good at, at each other real well. Fighting and yeah. stuff like that, but... Dealing with everything afterwards, that was always a, a big challenge. Yeah, we never really had any resolution in the beginning. Exactly. I mean, it was always just, I'm mad at you, you're mad at me, I don't understand why you're mad at me, and I that makes me mad, and you're you're not understanding why I'm mad at you, and it makes you mad. We're just both mad and angry and upset by the whole situation. It was not very pleasant, I would say. No, it was very, very unpleasant. But that's okay, because I think along the way we've kind of learned a few things that have helped us be able to resolve issues a little better. Yeah, I mean, you and I came from two different worlds. Um, Your family would argue a lot, Mm -hmm. and my family, I don't remember seeing them have a healthy argument at all. So for me, I was completely broken in in that fact. You were completely broken in that fact, so... Us two coming together, we didn't know how to handle a healthy argument. Everything was just weird and bizarre for us. Right. We both had our own ways. Your way was to say absolutely nothing. And my way is basically to just vomit it out all because that's what I had learned. Exactly. trying to mix those two together was not always the easiest. It made for some weird (laughs) and awkward situations. But uh, eventually we did end up learning that having arguments or fighting about something actually isn't that bad of a thing. It's actually kind of a good thing because it shows that you guys are both passionate about something or we're both passionate about <laughs> yeah. something. And uh, we we want to work it out. There's passion behind it. There's um, frustration. And sometimes that's the only way you can get it out and relay the depth of that passion that you have for the one thing that you're arguing about when it might just not be known. Yeah, I think another thing is is it's also kind of showed us that we're passionate about you and I working. Oh, heck yeah. Because a lot of people, they don't want to work through those hard moments. They don't want to work through all that turmoil. And you and I were willing to say, no, we're going to push through this. We're going to make it. We're going to get through it. And so because we were willing to work as hard as we were, we've made it as far as we have. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have to say if we would have just packed up and walked away after the first year, which was probably the hardest year we ever spent together, yeah. uh, I don't know if we would have ever made it because, I mean, it was it was rough. There was a lot of arguments, but it was two people who had never lived together before, who were living together and trying to become one, both strong personalities. Yeah, very and, strong personalities. And, and, and it, it caused a little bit of, of headbutting in there, so... It was one of those things that just, I, I, I can't say it any other way. It just was not pleasant at no. all. We finally decided that we just couldn't keep going that way anymore. Yep. And I think when we decided that was kind of our moment, we went into therapy and we had a really good therapist who kind of really just sat there and broke it all down for us. 
and kind of helped us sort through ways to fight or be angry, I guess. Yeah. Because like you said, right. If you don't fight and you're not having arguments and you're not being honest. Yeah. I I almost feel like, um, if you're not having an argument, it almost seems like you just don't care. Right. Or like I said, or you're not telling the truth or you're not willing to hurt the other person's feelings, which is okay sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. At some point you have to open up and be honest and say, Hey, this is really what I feel about this. Yeah. Instead of letting it fester inside of you and making you sick. Cause there's no right. reason for that either. And one of the things I think that we learned that really helped us was when our therapist was telling us that when you say that you feel something, the other person shouldn't respond with some kind of rebuttal because you can't change how the other person feels. They are just feel that way. So if I was upset about something, your goal isn't to sit there and try to either con me out of it or make me feel better. It's just this is how I feel and you have to accept that. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And I think I got to a point in saying, you know, I understand this is how you feel. I'm going to let you know right now I don't understand this. Right. But I understand that right now there's something, some sort of hurt, some sort of thing that's going on with you that's making you feel this particular way. And I don't understand. That way I can go ahead and at least acknowledge right. that that's what's going on, but also let you in on it that I'm confused. <laughs> or, or, at t- right. or at times it'll be like, well, my intention wasn't to make you feel that way. Yeah. And that's kind of what we learned to make each other realize, hey, this was never the intention. Or like you said, acknowledging that, okay, I know you feel this way, but I don't really know what to do about it. Yes, exactly. That's the best way to say it. And just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. There's feelings. But I just don't know what I'm supposed to do here. It's kind of like, what do I? What am I doing? Right. What you do know? you do with those all those balls that you're trying to juggle to figure out to get them all to stay in the air? Oh heck yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you know, it it was one of those things where when we first started out doing that, when we first started working with the therapist, it was not instant. No. And, and, and I, th- I think a lot of people would go ahead and you have this uh, this mindset of, you know, ah, oh, man, I'm going to go to the therapist. We're going to get everything fixed right away. No. Mm-mm. No, it takes a while. It takes a while. And um, I think a lot of people get frustrated with the fact that, okay, you try going to therapy and maybe after one, two, three <laughs> sessions, you're like, well, why is nothing happening? Why are we still, why are you still mad at me? Why are you, you should be understanding where I'm coming from. And that's, that's not what it is. No. It's, it's like everything else. It takes work yeah. and it takes practice. So I think we've seen our therapist together for about nine months and then once a week. So that's about how long it took us. So whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, whatever that ends up being, but... So it wasn't, like you said, instant. It was lots of work, lots of time, lots of breaking everything down and then building it back up. Because yeah, our bottom part of our pyramid was so broken and there were pieces missing that every time we tried to build on it, it would just fall down. Yeah, and even after that amount of time that we were going to the therapy and, and, and talking a lot of this stuff out and figuring out how we can stack these building blocks back up, we're still working on putting it all together. Yep. I mean, it, it was something that we had to completely tear down and continually work at every single day, every single moment that we have. Um, it, it's just a constant, constant, constant battle. Yes. Well, the thing is, is as time goes on, you and I change, our children change. And with all of our background, with our other issues, 
those things creep up and they get you and they come out and everything in you and changes and you're trying to deal with all that. And so then you and I have to adjust how you and I deal with things. Exactly. Exactly. So even at, like I said, even after you get done with the therapy, that, that doesn't mean fixed. There you go. Right, we're not fixed forever. We are going to continue to always have to work on this. And yep. I think that's the thing that people forget. Yep. This is something that has to be worked on all the time. And it's not easy. It's kind of like a garden or a farm field or whatever it is that you want to say. You can't just throw the seeds in the ground and expect everything to work out hunky-dory. Sometimes you got to shovel on a little manure. Sometimes you got to put some water down. Sometimes you got to protect the stuff if there's too much water. Yep. Or figure out a way to make it work just right. It's, it's not just a, a fix-all situation or a fix-all si- solution. Essentially, therapy gives you the rake, it gives you the mm-hmm. hoe, it gives you the shovel, it gives you the bucket, and it gives you all these things, and now you have to go out there and take care of this plant, or take care of this carrot, or whatever it is that you want to say you got to take care of. That's what it ends up going ahead and doing. It just gives you the tools to be able to make the best situation you possibly can, I would yep. say. Yeah, definitely. They give you all the tools that you need, but you have to be able to know when to use them, how to use them, and what's the right moment. And you're not supposed to take the shovel and start swinging it at the other person, because <laughs> that doesn't help either. No, I mean, you and I have never... I, there have been times where you and I have definitely yelled. You and I can definitely be yellers. Oh, when, yeah. When we get angry. Yeah. But never... I, we've never gotten, I don't think, that angry. <laughs> no. No, that's never happened. I, yeah. It, I think, and even even thinking about it, within the last, oh, geez, I would say eight years. Let's say eight years, because I'm not really sure off the top of my head. You and I maybe have yelled, yelled at each other <laughs> twice, yeah. maybe? And I even, I don't, maybe it was only once. I, I, I really don't know, yeah. you know? Most of the time, let's face it, I'm a, I, when I'm in an argument with, with you... I tend to cry. And not because I'm sad, but mostly because I'm the type of person when I get frustrated and I'm trying to explain something and I feel like I'm not explaining it well and it's not being heard, I cry. Because that's just how my emotions come out for some reason. <laughs> yeah. That never helps. That usually stifles me down pretty quick on anything that we're talking about. Like, oh no, she's starting to cry. Oh, man. And like I said, it's not because I'm sad or anything like that. It's because I'm frustrated and I'm trying to communicate and I feel like it's not coming out the way that you need me to be able to say it so that you can understand it. That's exactly it. I mean, you have the passion within you to try and relay the hurt, relay the message that you're trying to get. And you're frustrated because I'm not understanding it. I'm not hearing it the way you want me to hear it. Maybe you don't understand that I do understand it. And you're still trying to come after to try and get that blinking red light or light bulb (laughs) above my head. You're trying to physically see this thing go off. Yeah. When in reality, that might not be the reaction that I'm going to give you to let you know that that's what's happening. But yeah, so you just get frustrated and... I, I get like that too, but... A lot of time you're more of a, you like to shut down and walk away. Yeah, I, I still revert back to the way yeah. I was, where I just, all right, whatever, I'm not dealing with this right now, I can't do this, you're just, you're just going to be mad and I can't do anything, so I'm just going <laughs> to walk away and let you be mad, which unfortunately I did find out eventually at one point, that just makes you even madder. <laughs> really riles me up, yeah. Oh my I gosh. Think, and that goes back to, I think... My passion for wanting to fix it yeah, and wanting it to be right because I don't like being 
in an argument or fighting or there being a rift between us because it just obviously imbalances everything. Yeah. And so for me, I always want to try to fix it as fast as I can so that we don't have to live in that. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that we go ahead and do too with this is that uh, sometimes sometimes we do need this that little bit of time for whatever argument that we're about to have <laughs> or we're in the middle of. Sometimes both parties we've run into a situation where it's like, I need to step away for a couple minutes because you are really not understanding anything that I'm getting at. Right. Because we're too wound up or we're too worked up about whatever we're fighting about. And each person has their side and being very stubborn people. What? <laughs> Sometimes we need to walk away and just be like, I can't deal with you right now. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And, and sometimes I've run into situations where it's like, all right, I feel like, I feel like I'm rolling here. Oh, no, she's got to walk away. What? Come on. I was so close <laughs> to getting my point across or, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes it does get a little bit of frustration in there. Yeah. but. You have to realize, and I think this is one thing that I, I have worked on quite a bit, and I feel like I've gotten pretty good at, is realizing if you need to walk away, you're walking away from the situation for a very good reason. Not because you're wanting to walk away and just be like, I can't do this anymore. It's you need a second or two to kind of calm down, gather your emotions again, or even just gather your strength, uh, mm-hmm. get, you, get your feet back underneath you so that you can come back at it again because you don't feel like the situation is either working the way you want it to or it's just not working it's not going the way that we need it to go that's productive so yes. you're just like i need a couple minutes right. i'm gonna go take a or shower if we're going around or something in circles, like that you know yeah i mean because there have been situations where you and i even now we still have these some of these conversations it's like we're not getting anywhere we're going in the same circle over and over and over and i'm just not gonna get anywhere why am i i'm not gonna keep trying on this oh yeah the, and I mean, we the, just end it what's really funny i'm not to go off topic a little bit here but it is funny <laughs> when we go ahead and have those sorts of things and i agree with you within like the first three minutes and you still are just it's like you didn't you didn't you didn't accept i agreed hey i already agreed with you so for the next like 10 15 minutes because you're still riled up you didn't expect me to actually <laughs> yeah, agree when with you, you do that you have to finish the conversation it's like i already agreed with you like 15 minutes ago i, I don't know what's do going on it's like, not very often does that happen but when it does it really throws me off my game and i don't know what to do oh, i'm still man. learning how to respond to that yes i know because that's the thing that that's i wanted to bring that up because even if okay let's say you're the guy like me and you say hey i agree with you i screwed up on this you still have a lot of that pent-up emotion that's yeah, in there. And yeah. you need to be able to relieve vomit it. Vomit it. Yeah, vomit <laughs> it, get it out. Even though I already agreed, sometimes that's just the case. So if you guys run into that situation, you just got to be like, I I agreed. I you know, I'm, I, I said I'm sorry. And just let your, your, your wife or whatever yeah. it is go through and work through the emotions. I mean, women react differently than men do. Oh, yeah. Big time. I can punch a guy in the arm. He could punch me in the arm. We'll be fine. That's not how women work usually. I found this out. It doesn't work that way normally. Right. So it's one of those things you just kind of got to play it the best way you can and just understand that even though you already agreed, that doesn't mean that your significant other is ready to be done. They have those pent-up emotions. Right. They have to get it out. So the hardest right, thing you got to do... Because it eats at them because oh, then yeah. it's stuck in there and it's like, why well, I didn't get to say what I need to say. And so that's frustrating yeah. not being able to say, hey, this is why it bothered me or hey, this is why I didn't like that or whatever. And the hardest thing you'd end up having to do is just 
not get mad because even though you agreed or yep. you said you're sorry or whatever it is right off the bat or you realized you did something wrong, whatever, if your other person here has to go through that whole thing, don't get mad. Just don't get mad. Just realize they need to go through their grieving process or whatever know, yeah. whatever you want to call it. they got to go through that too to be able to relieve that burden of stress. Yep. Otherwise, it's just like not saying anything at all. Now you're bottling it all up. Yep, and that's not good for anybody either because when that comes back out, that's never good. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and with, with that being said, you guys do know we do have kids. Mm-hmm. We have argued in front of our kids. Our kids know that we argue. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, the kids aren't going to grow up like I did, not never knowing that your parents ever argued. Right, because that's unhealthy. It doesn't show your kids how to deal with those kinds of situa- situations. They need to be able to problem solve. They need to be able to realize people argue and people can be okay. Yeah. And you can get through it. Oh, heck yeah. And, it, and it, that's exactly it. it. It teaches the kids a lot. And it also teaches that you can have a difference in opinion than somebody else, you can go ahead and not necessarily agree. You can get your point across or, or, or get to a point where even though you guys may not initially be on the same page, you guys can come to a, a common point. Now, some people will say that is compromise. I don't, you guys have heard me talk about compromise before. I don't like that term because to me, it almost seems like you're disagreeing with the other person but you're just going to go ahead and do it even though you still think they're wrong what i'm talking about is that okay now i I do see things your way i'm understanding what you're saying i understanding your point point of view view. i'm not discounting it as being nothing wrong but it's just one of those things you can come to that common ground without completely thinking the other person is wrong about everything so i think it's kind of a nice thing to be able to go ahead and actually argue as long as you know it's it's not insane arguing or anything like that where there's things throwing (laughs) violence or anything like that that's not what i'm talking about at all just like a healthy a healthy good discussion that gets loud (laughs) you know that's what i'm talking about we want our kids to be able to go into their next stage of life with relationships and we're not just talking like husband wife or anything like that but just with people in general they can have their point of view and that be okay and they the world isn't going to end because they don't agree with every single person we want them to be able to learn that hey this is my point of view this is where i stand and that's okay oh yeah that's exactly it just trying to get them set up for Success in the real world, because let's face it, I don't know about you guys, but I don't agree with everybody that's out there. I mean, I, it's a weird no. weird stance to have that I have differing opinions than other people, right? E- even from Mama Locke. I mean, there are things that you and I don't necessarily agree on, which causes arguments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think over time, though, we've really kind of found where those lines are, and we kind of know pretty much, for the most part, the things we do agree on, and there are very few things that you and I don't. Oh, yeah, that's exactly it. It's taken a little bit of time, but we pretty much know where all the boundaries are. Yeah. And like I said, we've worked through a lot of that. We are to a point now where we're seasoned, so those don't come up. (laughs) Seasoned like a steak. I like that. Those don't come up very much. I mean, we have those situations mostly with our kids, I would say, at this point in our lives. Yes, because... how we decide to raise them. Yes. Well, I I thought you were talking about if with them arguing with us. Because, oh, that too. <laughs> because they're young and they don't know where the line is some of the time. <laughs> yes, that's true. They're kind of getting to that age where they are... They're they're pushing to yeah. figure out where the line is, I yeah. think. And I, I don't want to be them if they ever go over it. No. 
No. <laughs> uh, the, for the most part, we've kind of talked to the kids about, you know, this is what we expect of you. Be nice, be kind, be courteous, the whole nine yards. Don't disrespect people, things like that. And uh, for the most part, they understand. Yeah. They understand where the lines are. They may not be able to see the lines, yeah. but they know they're off there somewhere in the distance. Yes, and I think for the most part, when it goes to, like, taking them places, they are those, those people. I de- they're definitely more... Um, mouthy with us when we're at home but that's just because we're their comfort zone yes and they can be whatever they need to be or say whatever they need to say and know that we're going to still be here at the end of the day oh yeah that's exactly it that that's exactly it and all of this kind of stems off into us forgiving the other person I'd have to say that's yeah, we know probably, how I feel about that. that's why I say forgive. <laughs> it's it's uh, one yeah. of those things where, yeah, you have your time to go ahead. You have your arguments. Yep. Kids see the arguments. But it's a good thing for the kids to be able to also witness is the forgiveness side of things. The truly passionately being sorry about something. Yes. I am not big on I'm sorry. I've never been big on that. Um, I think for me... Sorry and forgiving and letting go. Those are all lame terms to me. I just... Everybody's different. I just... I don't think people... Even people just say I'm sorry for no reason a lot of times. They don't really even know why they're sorry. And they don't really change. Because, well, if you don't know why you're sorry, then you can't change because what's there to change? Oh, yeah. And so I think we ran a lot into that a lot in the beginning. Where it was like, well, you're just saying that because that's just... You know, easy. It's you know, like almost like uh, somebody sneezes, you should bless you. Right. This is the same thing. It's just kind of like a knee-jerk reaction right. of, oh, bless you, except sorry. Right. And it, it almost had an empty feeling to it is what you're getting at. Right. So for me, forgiveness looks very different for me, I think, than most people. I kind of put it in my box, in my brain, like I have a box, so I think of it. I, I put it in there, and it's, it's just done. The situation's done. I don't open the box, the box is done. As far as forgiveness and letting it go and all that, that's not my personality. I'm good. I know that box is there. I know what's in that yeah. box. <laughs> We're not going to open it because it's a bad box, but I know it's there. Yeah, all the experiences you've had in your life have affected you. Right. And that's kind of where they reside, in that box. And unfortunately, some of those those feelings and experiences are not good. And that's kind of what you're getting at. Is yes. that To be able to forgive somebody, to say sorry... It never really goes away. Nope. It It's always there. And for you, that's why you kind of look at it a little bit differently. Yes. I believe that you can kind of forgive somebody for actions that they've done to a certain degree. Yes. But to a certain, after some point, I, I mean, we're only human. I don't, there's only so much that we can actually forgive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that does get some people hung up on. Right. And just because you want forgiveness doesn't mean that you're going to get it. I think right. that's another thing to, to look at and think about as well. Right. Expecting somebody to forgive you and thinking that it's just going to be, well, I say it and I, everything's going to be over. That isn't the case most times. I just, that's, people have a process that they need to work through to get to that point to forgiveness. And like I said, for everybody else, that's it's different. It, everybody isn't the same. Yeah. And then you just got to be mindful of that, that sometimes sorry if you're saying sorry to your significant other man you better know why (laughs) you gotta know why you gotta know why that's for darn sure and for me i know for me it comes to well i would rather see you changing whatever it is that we were fighting about if it's a a, like a personal thing 
rather than you just say you're sorry. Show me you're sorry. That's more kind of my brain process. Yeah. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't have to say sorry that often. That oh, must mean. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. I must be doing good. <laughs> no, most of the time you tell me sorry for like really silly things. And I'm just like, don't say that. Just stop yeah, it. Yeah, you're not really a big fan of I'm sorry either. You're really not. You're kind of like I am where like I just, that, that it it's overused. Like you don't need to say it all the time. You don't need to use it. Well, well you know? let, let me go ahead and just put it this way. We've decided that you are the person that kind of handles a lot of our finances and our banking stuff since you do mm-hmm. the majority of our shopping and purchasing of things. It just makes sense. You go ahead and you take care of a lot of the finances. There was a month where you accidentally paid our mortgage twice. And you're like, oh, shoot, I'm so sorry. And all that. Why do I care? There's one mistake. whoop de do. I don't care. It's not. It's not like you didn't pay for it. And even if you didn't pay for it, I know you're busy. You got stuff going on. Yeah, some it, days. It, it's stuff like that. I don't think that. I mean, it, it makes sense why you'd want to say, "Oh shoot, you know, I acknowledge that I did this wrong. I apologize for it." But for me, I think the things that people really need to apologize for are the big, big, big things. Well, maybe I don't have any of those. It, well, that's the thing. It's like, I, I think I'm looking for somebody to apologize for something really big and something they really screwed up. But at that point, for me, it's like, I don't even know if I can forgive you for what you did. Right. I mean, that that's kind of right. for me. I see and I don't, you're I don't saying somebody, when somebody majorly screws up, that's when you expect them to say you're sorry. But even at that point, if you've screwed up that bad, then there may be no hope for you. Oh, yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. But for the most part, I just I don't let stuff like that bother right, me. Right, you don't let that stuff bother you. It doesn't affect you the same way it does me, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> maybe because I've had to say sorry a bunch of times. Yeah, I maybe that's it. <laughs> I, that word does not come out of my mouth that often. No. I really try not to screw up like that. Because then I feel guilty, I So think. are you saying that I try and screw up? I don't know, do you? No. Oh, well, that's good. So you're just, nat- you're just a natural screw up? No. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm just kidding, guys. Yikes. <laughs> no, you're, you, as time has gotten more, you have definitely had less of those moments. But part of it has is I have learned to communicate the things that I want or I need or how sometimes the things you say affects me. And I think that has helped the way you have responded to certain situations. Oh, heck yeah. There are a lot of times, and I know people have been in this situation many, many times before. Where you're mad at me, and I have no clue why you're mad at me <laughs> That's at all. A guy thing at all. There's, there's like I have no idea what I've done. Why are you mad at me? And it's just one of those things that, like you said, you've understood that you're mad at me for something, and there is a good chance that I may not have any clue what yes. you're mad about. Right. So, so you, you're stewing over there, and I'm just going about my merry little way, saying, "Hey, how which you is doing? really annoying." Because you're happier, you're doing this, and it's like, I'm mad, and you don't even know I'm mad. And it's like, really? Yes. And that that goes back to communication. Right. And I've just gotten to a point where I just am like, okay, the, right, I try to right away be like, hey, that just irritated. Or, hey, that just bothered me. Or, hey, why did you say that? Or, you know, that way if I just say it, then you'll realize maybe, oh, that wasn't, why did I say that? And a lot of times you're getting to a point where you'll say something, you'll be like, I shouldn't have said that. Well, <laughs> or, oh, or that was dumb. <laughs> Sometimes I don't hear it. Yeah, in my, you... in my head it sounds fine, but when it comes out of my mouth, that's where. Oof. Yeah, 
You're like, why did I say that? That's where it hits the fan. <laughs> I usually don't get a chance to say something. Usually right away you'll be like, oh, that was, I should have oh, said that. Man, yeah, I, head shaking like, oh, my I usually laugh because you're like, wow, didn't you hear it in your head? Yeah, I did. It sounded fine. That yeah. sounded fine. Wow. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, it's just all about the, the growing, the, the understanding, the uh, working through a lot of things. And it goes back to like what we talked about before is that, you know, We've worked on this. We we went to a therapist. We figured out how we need to argue properly. We right. figured out how we need to see each other through the other person's eyes to understand what level of forgiveness, what level of letting go are we actually going to get here with all of this stuff. And just realize that sometimes the results and answers may not necessarily be what I personally want at the time or what you want at the time. But knowing that it's going to end up panning out in the future... I think that's the thing that we've learned quite a bit from this. Yeah, we've definitely learned how to solve those problems and kind of find our our middle ground and where we can stand and it's that safe zone, I guess, yep. where we know, the, okay, we can solve these problems and we can get through them and kind of stay on our stones and keep ourselves balanced to where we don't get to that place where we're having brawls or, you know whatever you know arguing or whatever it is yep which goes ahead and brings us right back to the very first thing i said happy anniversary mama lot <laughs> happy anniversary 13 years i know Can you believe it pretty slick <laughs> and from our house to yours thanks for stopping by